What's up, boyos? Welcome to another episode of News Game Plus, a hot, steamy, action-filled episode going to take seven hours to talk about. Actually, it's four stories, and it's a bit of a short week. Things are going on in the world, and video games aren't as important as they usually are, but you know what? That's what we talk about, so that's what we're going to talk about. AC Valhalla, congratulations, Ubisoft. You didn't do 500 different versions of the game. You only did four. I'm sure you might add some later, though. Also, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, the baby's back, and we're all excited for this hot-fledged RPG. They're, also, they're excited. <laughs> I, 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 yes. Everyone I have not played excited, it. Tim. Yeah. I haven't played Everyone it, so how am I supposed to be excited? We'll talk about it. I'm not done here. Also, the Xbox store might get a new look, maybe, and Outer Worlds comes to the Switch, because four people asked for that. Let's kick it off. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that actually, lovely intro. I actually do want to kick it off by saying it is it is a short week. We were supposed to have a myriad of news this week. We were supposed to have yeah, oh, dude. PlayStation reveal. We were supposed to have uh It was supposed Cyberpunk to be literally news. the biggest week in games this week. Yep. And 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 due to things that are going on in the world, a lot of the companies stepped up and said, you know what, we're gonna be sensitive to this and we're gonna move our stuff to to a, a, Which a different window. And and you know what, just hell a lot of respect. If you're one of the yes. companies that had oh, yeah, stuff 100%. this week. And you decided to to move well, that out to to be respectful and to to be sensitive to what's I, going on in the world. Major kudos to you. I, we well, don't have to get into it. No, no, no. We're not going to get into it. I will say, at first, I was kind of like bummed because sure. a lot of people weren't stepping up and saying something. I was like, man, like a, a lot of like other you know uh, uh, forms of medium and entertainment is actually stepping up and saying something. Gaming hasn't really do, done a whole lot yet. Right. And then it was like a cascade. Like once one started, like everyone started. Well, you I even think, had Xbox retweeting PlayStation, being like, "Yep, we're in, we're this, in this together." together yeah. like, well, I, I even think Activision is, is taking I, action to stop racism. I that should have been one of the stories too. I, I think we one of the I think one that, of the yeah. big things that they were doing was gathering what they could donate because almost all of them have been donating funds to right. various charities to help. Um, you know, with with what's going on. Um, and, uh, or, or they're stepping up their own internal processes to mm -hmm. help correct and get more people of color hired. I, and, I will say and, me, me and, and, and Microsoft mixer don't necessarily see eye to eye a lot of times, uh, very often, but Microsoft, I feel like almost more than anyone has stepped up by, it, it seems like being an ally and, and doing all sorts of other things to try and shine a spotlight the best way they possibly could as a corporation well, can. Again, you know, so I do want to give them a little bit of a golf clap on on working towards that. Yeah, I guess it's one of the reasons I want to bring it up is because, yes, donating money is great. Yes, putting sure. out posts is in, in support is. But is taking actions, stuff. the most. I, important. I don't want to. I don't want to belittle any support that's out there. But right. one of the most valuable things in these industries and in these companies is time. And there's a lot of time and energy and money that go into scheduling these things, getting people that you need around these things. Oh, yeah, like the PlayStation and, thing. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and so when you actually take that initiative to say, you know what? No, this is this. There's something more important going on. We're going to move this at such a short notice because what? Like every, every stuff didn't start happening until the weekend even. So the fact that people really were on this and there were certain companies that that took that it, were aware enough to go ahead and move these things out. I just thought that was a little extra kudos there because uh, moving these types of events and, and those types of things is a big deal more than people think it is. Absolutely. So, GG's. Massive GG's. So why don't we talk about uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla? They announced oh. the tiers. 
They and did. Well, yeah. We knew, um, we knew they were some tears. We and it didn't, didn't give me many. tears. Well, it didn't we, make me cry. We, we, we know that there was going to be some, some other versions because that's what Ubisoft does. They usually yes. make 900 versions along with Bethesda. Bethesda is now uh, part of that. And uh, you guys said there were, okay, right here's the collector's edition. Yo, uh, if that's supposed to be like the female Ivor, like that's yes. pretty lit. It is Avor <laughs> confirmed, by the way. Okay. Or Sweet. Avor. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla editions, you have the base game, you have Gold Edition, which includes the Season Pass, and then you have the Ultimate Edition, which includes the Season Pass and the Ultimate Pack. And uh, the Ultimate Edition is the Season Pass plus bonus mission at launch. A a, a a a ship, a different kind of ship, sets of runes, which I'm not really sure what that means. That could, I wonder if that's a power-up or something like that, the yeah. same way engravings were in Odyssey. A Berserker settlement pack, which looks like a big-ass tree and some big-ass statues. And also you have gear packs. It looks like character clothes, wolves, uh, 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 an eagle or, or something, and an axe. So, mm. And of course... In the collector's edition, you get the looks like uh, a soundtrack. You get a full-fledged statue of uh, Avor, a thirty-centimeter female Ivor yeah, figurine. Go no, go ahead. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you get a five-centimeter male Ivor Viking statuette. So you get both, which is really cool. Um, hey, it ain't how long it is; it's how wide it is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> premium certificate of authenticity. Uh, I don't know why you would need that. Um, but sure, <laughs> I um, actually bought it's a this. collector's edition. This is this is my I got a knockoff Ivor. <laughs> um, hey, 3D I printing's can, a I, thing. I can I can actually see somebody walking into a house like you know five years from now, both of them super big Assassin's Creed Valhalla fans, just being like, wait a minute, <laughs> Alex, that's not the real Ivor. <laughs> Let me see your certificate of authenticity. Yeah, where's your where's your where's your COA at, sir? Do you get a set of three lithographs, um, a selected soundtrack, and a steel book? No sex for you tonight. That's you get a, a steel book for a disc that you don't get. I had the same thing happen with Fallout 76. I bought the the, the collector's edition, and they gave me a steel book and a whoa, code for the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You I would actually the... prefer them to do that. I'm not going to lie I'm, to you, dude. I'm just I I'm hate happy for you that you're editions because I don't like discs anymore. I'm I'm just happy. I'm brave. I'm I'm happy how brave you are to admit that you paid for the collector's edition of Fallout 76. Uh, the disappointment was real, but that's I got some a, big I, dick I, energy dude, right there. I got a pit boy out of it. I'm not complaining. That's true. Dude, you, they're 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 bonuses or no? I got the uh, the Brotherhood of Steel helmet with that one. Yeah, I was to say the helmet was that one. Yeah, the helmet the was that was one. Fallout it was Hip-Boy was four. Yeah. So the, the helmet's dope. Like, I still have that, and I really, really like it. So, yeah, that's going on display in the Tim new Tim says, album. I wear it during my waifu hours. <laughs> that or the Stormtrooper <laughs> helmet. <laughs> but, yeah, you with... Take me to the wasteland. I take um, me to the wasteland. So instead of going with five billion different versions, they're oh, going God. with four. Dude, remember, remember the Watchdog graph where it was, like, literally God, yeah. all the versions or whatever, and, like, some of them, like, it was, like, color-coded? And some of them, like, whatever you got Rough. was, like, in green for this one, and it was, like, in red for this one, in yellow for that one. Oh, God. Classic Ubisoft days. Yeah, it was the what, which edition of Watch Dogs is right for you or whatever. Oh. And they had, like... <laughs> None of them, it turns out. Shudder. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my God. It was like an entire spreadsheet. That's right. Yes. It was like, literally a spreadsheet. Like it was like different stuff for I'll the just, PlayStation the store, game, the Uplay store, the PC and PlayStation only. Middle East, Asia, and Australia had some. North America had some. Uplay. That's normal. I mean, region region things are normal, but like to have just that. No, many but the NA version still had like twelve versions of it. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It like to have crazy. different region versions is the one thing, but to like to to have that many actual was is like really unneeded. But yeah, no, I I think it's pretty neat. Also, I found a I listened to a little a little vidoc uh, they put out there around why the hidden blade is actually on the outside, and they said culturally they felt that Avor would would actually have that on the outside of the arm to show people that it's there and not to hide it because that's kind of how badass. Well, they that's were. because uh, and and this I isn't a, this isn't I a slight against it. Assassin's Creed's not a stealth game anymore. It is an action RPG, mm -hmm. and I am right. okay with that. I am fully yeah. okay. With it being an action RPG, I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be tough to be not be uh, uh, Leonidas's spear because I think that's one of the best quote unquote hidden blades in all of Assassin's Creed now because sure. upgrading that thing was ultra satisfying mm. because it tied into the story and what you had to do in the open <laughs> world. You know what? I can wax poetically about Odyssey. I'm not going to. I just hope they kind of <laughs> do the same thing with Valhalla. Yeah, like the the God of War axe. Yeah, please G give me things to upgrade. I love that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so um, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. I don't think. I just I think that no. was worth mentioning. No, no, and I mean, looking it's, at it's just they finally put them out. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's good that there's not we're, eight million. We're forever tiers getting and... closer. Like, do they? What, what, when's the release date on that thing? I think it's just, isn't it still fall? Did they actually give us a date yet? I, don't I thought no. I thought we actually had a, a a hard hard date. Let me check. Okay, this just says December 2020. Okay, so some yeah, point at the I end of the still... year still so sometime i think the, the speculation that this is going to be a launch title for PS5. yeah that yeah that makes sense okay actually aren't they partnering with xbox on this it's my guess is that this is gonna be a launch title for xbox they i'm guessing it's gonna be a launch title for both technically but it's going to be one of those things that yeah, yeah. it seems like i mean it's it, a cross generation so it doesn't matter yeah. but i'm pretty sure it's gonna be a launch title it definitely it. makes me think that xbox is launching before ps5 though because yeah. that everything it, I, I i i just feel like it is Everything's pointing to that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but moving on, Timothy. What about uh, the Xbox Store uh, visuals leaked um, uh, for the new, potentially Xbox for the store. new Xbox Store on the Series X, uh, Xbox One S, and Xbox One X, apparently. Apparently, those of us with OG Xbox Ones are left in the cold. We're not loved anymore. We're Quit being good poor, enough. Tim. Get a new Xbox. It's that Apple model trying to phase us out. <laughs> Next thing you know, we won't be getting updates uh, anymore. To be, to be fair, my 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 day one Xbox One phased itself out of this world. <laughs> it, still it, chugging, it phased dude. off the mortal coil into into the digital nether world. So, so. so what was really funny, I was playing uh, Minecraft Dungeons with, and this is off topic, oh. so sorry, but I was playing Minecraft Dungeons with no, Sean earlier ahead. today. And I think like, bears, bears I'm, I'm watching his stream, right? And his gameplay on the Xbox One X is buttery smooth, and I'm pulling like 15 frames a second, like his <laughs> dropping like, frames. My everywhere. like we played together, and my game kept crashing because his was having trouble loading <laughs> you know, stuff in. It was. Yeah. Everyone kept I'm crashing, and then I crashed. <laughs> so I'm playing couch co-op with my son now on the uh on the the original day one edition. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, it definitely <clears throat> the load times are quite lengthy comparatively. Having yes. played that on the series X or on my on my Xbox One X and PC, I'm just like, and we're still loading. Please, <laughs> no, no, it's still, okay. That's there cool. it is. 
Be there in about 20 minutes. (laughs) But yeah, so there, I I saw this article and it was just like a leak and I was like, oh, like this looks neat. Yeah. Um, But uh, I will say I saw it first from Windows Central. I like giving those guys credit when I feel like they do break the story. Shout out to Jez over Windows Central. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I saw I saw Jez's I just had a post about it and then a Windows Central article came up about it and I was like, oh neat. So I went to go look and it's just a I, I love the progression. It's a clean of, storefront of the storefront. If you guys go go check that out, just look it up. You'll you'll be able to find it no problem. There's there's just a really nice uh left column kind of navigation. If you've and, used the PC Xbox beta app, it's it's right. very, similar. very similar. So if you like that UI, which I personally do, I think it's very yeah. clean, very simple, very yep. easy to navigate. Like, yeah, I hate having like the thumbnails like on top of each other, and it's like it's like a deck of cards that you're scrolling through. I don't like, like that. which is like kind of how like the how it is now and how like that's, it used to be as that's well. That's a very I, that's that's an older UX kind of yeah, style. I, I yeah, I cannot stand that, man. I feel like that's like one of those they thought looked cool, kind of like you know when someone does like a star fade in PowerPoint. Yep. And you know, like when you're 12 <laughs> years old, you're like, oh, Steven Spielberg over here. <laughs> I feel like that's what those things were for. And yeah. I like I like the actual new clean layout that it seems uh, uh, they're going with now because I honestly I, wish they would model the homepage after that. Yes, like, I wouldn't be mad at. I that. mean, the home like, screen kind of is already well, modeled it, well, after that. But to, like, remember, like when they first did like, the Windows up. 10 build, it was like that. You had like the eight blocks, like you had yep, like yep. a game that you were going to play right here, and like store and and whatever beside of it. And the, the, it, that like, w- that metro interface that came from like Windows 8. Yeah, you remember that all was that? A, like yep. that that was see. For all for how bad Windows 8 was, the UI was like my least problem with it. Like I did not dislike the UI. I liked the card right. UI. Life I liked having it. and all that kind of stuff was great. That was awesome. Let's just and go back to Blades, man. Let's hit the X- Xbox Dude, 360 Blades. OG Don't Xbox 360 layout is so Don't good. Talk on the Blades. I love the I Blades. I love the Blades. What Dude, are you talking blades, about? I'll take like, them back hitting, right hitting, now. Skins, hitting right buttons the just the Blades were mm-hmm. great. Yep, and then like just flipping through all the blades with the right bumper, and just like I was able to get around the Xbox 360 like lightning. And then they did like a bunch of updates, and then it like just started like, oh, dude, it was a hog. It It was was the beginning of the end. Well, that's like no one even talks (laughs) about with the Xbox One Snap. Do you guys remember the Snap feature? Oh yeah, I actually, I actually legit liked the Snap. I I did too when it worked. Yeah, when it works. might actually work on the X as opposed to the Xbox One Day One Edition. Gone, just like Connect. (laughs) Anywho. Oh, yeah, go check that out. It's just, it's just a neat you. it's a neat UI update. I figured it was worth mentioning that like it's nice to see them progressing the UI and hopefully this is stuff we see with Series X and you know hopefully it's some kind of a homepage redesign too. Agreed. So um yeah. all right, all right, nerds, get your get your fanboy on. Oh, let's here we let's go. hear about Kingdoms of Amalur re reckoning. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Let's just go, let's just let's put this out there. Kingdoms of Amalur is one of the best RPGs of all time that no one of knows all time. I mean, of all time. That's not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not dicking around with that of all time. Yeah. That good, huh? Really? Yes. Yes. That's really okay, high praise. So Holy it crap. was from essentially like the mind of Todd McFarlane and the story was written by R.A. Salvatore, which is He's like a, one of the most famous like fantasy novel writers. If, if you've ever read yep. any of the Drizzt books, which are the D&D books, he's written that whole series. Right. And he is incredible. He's a great writer. So, so imagine that kind <laughs> of depth into an RPG. Like we're talking like this. I think it took me 100 hours to beat the base game just because I didn't really want it. I wanted to end and then it still took me like another like I will say Kingdoms of Amalur coming out on the Xbox 360 it actually had DLC it was like one of the first games that had 
you know, DLC was still kind of was very, yeah. very new on the Xbox Horse 360. Armor. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I'm coming off like Fable 2, like DLC or Fable, yep. Fable 3 DLC, and it was piss poor. Like it was like two hour, most it was like a DLC two hour expansion. The, it was literally one long, were awful. Yeah, yeah, it was literally the a one long mission mm -hmm. for DLC. And like Kingdoms of Amalur with their stuff came around, and like it was like a full twenty hour DLC. Like each, it added each. so each, and there was like what two or three. There's two, there's two DLCs. There's Legend yeah. of Dead Cal, and then I can't remember the other one. But oh, Dead Cal was so good. But like. Legend of Dead Cal pulled a Skyrim like Hearthfire where you you yeah. literally just all of a sudden they're like, okay, here's this entire whole side quest around this island. The island's huge. Oh, and at the center of the island is a mansion that you get to renovate over time. Oh, that's okay. cool. Okay. <laughs> that's super cool. In and, and it was in but it, it all went but with the, the thing story is, like, and it was from so the get-go, from the get-go, it was like a very open world, but it was like that kind of open world that lets you know. If you went too far, you're going to get your ass smacked really well. That's nice. And That's and nice. so like I it was like one of the first that. games I can remember kind of putting like you know I can't remember if it was like red skulls or what over the heads of the enemies just being yeah. like yeah you shouldn't be here right now yeah, kind of thing where here. you know and it's just like I'm 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 going to try <laughs> and then you try and the the it's the bad. giant the giant uh, one eyed orc man smacks you really hard with his sword and you reload your save. <laughs> but no, like I mean, it was it was deep combat. Like you, you had like chakram swords, uh, what shields, st daggers. Like, there was is it, dagger, is it, there was is it so like much your there. your typical fantasy fair. You can be magic. You could do yes. melee. You could do yeah. ranged. You could do One the whole. Of and, there's, and there's magical you be human. You could be and, elf. You yes. could be like you know it 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 very much ran the line of fantasy characters as well. Like dark elf, light elf. You know everything like that. Uh, you could enchant your blades to have like yes. you know like like flames and, and or poison or whatever you know and you had it, ultimate attacks with each weapon based off threads of fate yep. oh so good yeah so, i mean it, it had full skill trees it had full customization of weapons it 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 had like everything you would really want it was a great story it was a deep story a huge huge open world at the time at least like i know i'm sure witcher 3 probably makes it look like you know a, a, a city park but <laughs> Well, no, it's, I, I, the world was huge. The the yeah. thing I, I distinctly remember, this is the funny part about this game. This is the whole don't judge a book by its cover syndrome. I remember looking at Kingdoms of Amalur and I saw a trailer and I was like, wow, that game looks badass. And then I saw the original like gameplay trailers for it. And I was like, eh, you know, a hard pass because it kind of looked, because it really has a lot of wow aesthetics, like a wow. very polished yeah. wow aesthetic. Uh, World mm. of Warcraft for anybody not playing for the home team. Um, and, and like the, the whole question marks over the head of the the people that have your quests and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, I'm not a wow guy. I'm, I'm not into this kind of style. I'm just going to let this go. And then right. years later, I was looking for something to play. And this game was on sale for like $5 with DLC on the EA store. There's a long, dark history behind the making of this game. No, don't let that ruin the experience of the game. I yeah. will get into that game. because that's why that's uh, why apparently a lot game. of people got screwed out of money. I did read okay, about well, that. Okay, well, I, I so so he bought it when it was five bucks. I bought it when it was sixty. I bought it yeah. day one that it was released mm -hmm. because I'm a huge baseball nerd. For for those that don't know, huge baseball fanatic, huge nerd. Uh, and and Kurt Sch and back in the day, I watched you know the, the sports talk shows constantly. And Kurt Schilling was literally going like around ESP like every ESPN show pimping this game. And, you know, he was acting, even then he was like, we have to sell a lot of this game 
to right. for me to make my money back like he was even nervous then and to put that in perspective uh they needed to sell three million copies of this game i even say it in the youtube video if you guys want to check that out they needed to yep. sell three point uh, or three million copies of this game they ended up selling 1.2 million copies of the game and for a new ip that's, that's really phenomenal decent. that's great yeah, that's that's solid yeah so so the game if if it would have been ran properly did phenomenal but unfortunately it had kurt schilling who is kind of a scumbag allegedly really um <laughs> you know nice. uh, and and they owed the, the state of rhode island quite a lot of money for making this game and they just couldn't recoup their losses and and it just went into a video game purgatory but no like i remember by because like i i saw this game and i was just like there's something about this game like it looks awesome like i like it's button mashing combat which is my favorite kind of game yeah. uh like i'm i'm looking for something else that's not skyrim and and it's like you know it's like wayne's world it's like not today my good man i'm feeling <laughs> saucy i think i'll buy it and so i i went and got the game and mm -hmm. and dude like loved every freaking second of it and cool. so i can't be more excited that this game is coming uh so far august uh, it, i think i said on amazon it was august 18th for yeah. ps4 who, xbox who one owns and the rights PC. now THQ uh, Nordic. Okay, so if it does well, then there's a, a fair chance that they may continue the, Dude, the IP. Then THQ Nordic is is they're brilliant. Uh, like unless they go bankrupt tomorrow, they've taken like literally every Which franchise that kind of had like really well, <laughs> like really good cult success. Like I said, did, you know, once they, again in the YouTube video, they did Dark Siders, Dark Siders three. Didn't yep. they? Didn't they exchange a bunch of IPs with the the Coke Recently, uh, yeah. um, yep. Entertainment mm -hmm. or whatever it is, Coke, Coke Media. Media? Well, Coke yeah. owns Deep Silver, and they've kind of like in THQ and Deep Silver, I think, have always been like ran that kind of line of like. They worked very closely together because I think yeah. THQ published a bunch of Deep Silver titles, and then Deep Silver became think, a yeah. publisher themselves. I want to say, and then they got yeah. snapped up by Coke Coke Media. Yeah, well, well it's like died right and and everything went yeah. and now now kind of nordic kind of because that, that's was, oh, well that's what happened well that's what happened with saints row as well like they yeah. were there i think they were under the thq name yes they were. uh and like the old wrestling games were under thq and all that yep. stuff so God, yeah those like, games were fun yes <laughs> wrestling games were dope. like dude low-key like early 2000s thq was probably one of the the biggest developers publishers that i put in my xbox yep and yeah, and I, playstation at the time it was i was legitimately kind of heartbroken when i saw that they yeah. went under because i was like man they made well, a lot I'll, of really well, really good games well man, i mean like well they went under so vigil essentially went under because like yep. i think they had bought vigil which made yeah. the darksiders games for those yep. playing the home game um and like i was like darksiders is dead dude like we're never going to get strife we're never going to get we're never going to get a uh, fury we're never going to yep. get to play those games and like well, dude wasn't the like, most part, recent like the gamer side of me i was like crying wasn't the wasn't no. the re most recent one not that great though the most recent it was Darksiders okay. it was just they, okay because I played it and I thought it was because I'd never played a Darksiders I thought they, it was okay but it was a little boring so they tried to make it like more Dark Souls combat and like the evade wasn't great and yeah, like yeah. me and Knight we can actually brag we beat the game before they actually fixed the evade yeah, to what it, it. what they wanted wow. it to be and I got and so frustrated now, and quit so <laughs> yeah no like like me and him were big enough fans of the series that's all we I mean that's why. Yeah, we stuck it out. But no, so yeah, I'm I'm so excited. Uh they also have a Discord and I joined that thing immediately. And I was like, I wanted yeah, to be like one of the first people to be like, yo, when's the trailer? Like when's the trailer right. coming out? Because I want to see a trailer. The the thing about the thing about this game, and I and kind of was saying, right? So I picked this game up for cheap and 
I ended up just playing it and I'm glued. Like I'm playing it on PC with control. I'm just glued to this thing. Like I cannot stop playing. And I like, I must've put well over hundred hours into this entire game. And for someone like me who was disappointed in the Fable sequels, I like Fable one is kind of like my gold standard. The lost chapters was, was just really solid to me. Like you think the game's done and then, Oh, nope. You got to go take care of Jack and Dragon for him. And I'm like, Oh crap. So that whole that whole kind of thi- thing yeah. how fable evolved just wasn't really coming to me as something i, I still love fable i still want fable 4 like those yeah, games i, I to still me want are, fable well, yeah. i just it wasn't there for me and then fable. you look at the the oblivion games like oblivion and elder scrolls and i was like oh these games are great but they have that that real clunky aesthetic to them bethesda then, yeah, yeah bethesda. the bethesda then, aesthetic yeah <laughs> then you take this game where you give me that yeah. fable it was literally the best of, of combat worlds. And That's the open world, it. amazing story of, of kind of like a Bethesda game. And you're like, oh my God, I've yeah. got to play, play this, this then. Sooner. I'm excited. I was like, why didn't I play this sooner? Oh, no. no. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, he, that, that's the perfect way to put it. It's the combat and the systems of Fable in the world of, of, of Elder Scrolls. Like, it's yep. that kind of depth, if not more. All like, right. Well, there's a lot of lore to the game. I'm sold. So I'll be much. I'll be putting a bit of time into it to see how That's I like thing. it. Everybody's like, oh, what's this game? Is it any good? No, it's like it's legit. It's one of the best RPGs of our time. Like it's so, really good. So it's a it's a, it's definitely a CRPG, right? Like it's a it's a Western RPG. It's, it's yes. It's not JRPG or anything. It's all no western style. No, okay, cool. It is all button. That's my combat. that's my it jam. J, JRPGs. Yeah. I just I, I have. As much as I love Japan, I just have so much trouble getting through JRPGs. They're so right. grindy, no and the stories, combat. the stories are always like just like way overblown and like so over the top. And it's like everything's like. The, well, the thing like, is too, like, like you get I, into it, you get into a JRPG, and it's like in the first like ten hours, you you know you've dropped uh like a planet on a planet and blown it into pieces right. and you're like how the hell do we go anywhere from here well, the and cool then it just gets with, more ridiculous and right you're just like the cool thing with this is like all the stories are like varied as well like there's like one i think like a dark elf is like there's like betrayal and then oh, yeah. one like a whole banquet hall thing or something goes missing and like you're trying to figure out what happened to them like so there's like it, all the stories that you have to like play and go through are so varied. It's not like it's not like some of the old school or Western RPGs where it's like literally just fetch missions constantly, right? Yeah. Like you, know, you have to do different stuff. It's kind so, of depth, okay. Man. So mm-hmm. so it's kind of like in that that Dragon Age kind of that like yes. very I, 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 thorough yeah. story, Dragon Age very story? fulfilling, yes. like very worthwhile. Yes. Yeah, that's what I I've been craving one of those because like I love Dragon Age, um, all, all of them really because like two is very yeah. different but it was still really well written and really well done. Yeah. And three was, or uh, Inquisition is, Inquisition. is super good. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I need, I still need to play Inquisition. I feel so I, I bought that it. game day I one. Get, I haven't played I it yet. I, okay. I bought like, it too. Dude, no, I, so you guys can wax poetically about that. I will say, I don't like Bioware games. I don't think they feel good the same way Rockstar games don't feel good to me. There's okay. something about them where the characters move like they have a stick up their ass no, and it now that, bothers now me. Now that I've played more games, I totally understand that. Yeah. Now that I've played, and, uh, and, and it's not one of those things. Like I'm not sitting here like the game sucks. Like because like no, like no, I know I Mass Effect games are like amazing. I they're just not games I enjoy. Sure. That's fair. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I think um I think I think I get where you're coming from. Just because like they are a lot to take um and they feel very old schooly, mm-hmm. like in a lot of ways. And it's not in the best way. Like 
Like the writing is there, the visuals are there, but the like the animations aren't awesome. They're not top qual. Like if you play like right. um did you ever play like uh Knights of the Old Republic? Like everyone everyone walks like a droid. It's, no, it's <laughs> right. like an MMO. I was about to say it feels it feels kind of like an MMO style yeah. game yes. with especially with the way the abilities work and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, where it's all like timered. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you kind of have to appreciate that comment after a while where right. Yeah, you know, it it's it's way. like turn based, but not because like you can pause and make your yeah. you know plan. It's tactical. It's tactical, yeah, tactical combat, sort of. So, but yes, so Kingdoms of Amalur, play it. Like I'm, I'm tempted to just load it up and play again just to kind of get that feel for it before <laughs> right. we get the remaster, because that game, the game was so good, and I don't want it to just be so good in my brain. Like I remember it being smooth and and just fantastic. So. All right. Good. I'm excited now. So you you guys always make yeah. me so stoked for games. Like I played Minecraft Dungeons because of your review. And dude, hey. it's fun. It's I really love fun. It's super fun. It's a nice like, chill little game. Like it, I keep yeah. I keep doing like barbarian builds in that game and like you know the guy I forget the names of the guys that like spawn the zombies in like the earlier missions. Like oh, I'll yeah. just sit there and wait, dude. Like I'll get the uh uh was it the scale armor that uh that has like 35% reduction. And I'll just like yes. wait for them to keep spawning stuff, and I'll have a leech in some or some sort of life steal on on my weapons, and I'll just like mow all the zombies down, and then I'll just kind of like sit there and wait on <laughs> mow all the dude. It's it's kind of cheesy farming XP, but like it's not, it's not even about the XP. I just like that's how fun. I like playing the game. I not like being man. the barbarian in the giant middle, and like and then taking the book of harvesting or harvester and like explode. Oh my oh, god! I was about to say, man, you take that book, you just get in the oh. middle. Which is the, it's so good they um that that's what that's what they call emergent gameplay you find a yes. different way to play the game if they didn't intend that you have fun yeah with. it's so dude it's so much Great. fun that's a that's a term for you kids um ooh, or <laughs> emergent gameplay. emergent narrative emergent, when you make your own story narrative. in the game oh oh, uh, oh you're making I'm me emerging. All, you're making me for clamped <laughs> oh god i'm going to emerge <laughs> Uh, all right so let's talk about outer worlds being ported to the switch <laughs> so do you want to do you want to leave that one night tide because that's like that was, I that was your... more more to say than we do yes i that. agree oh, so, i agree so, so outer worlds being ported to the switch right so you you there's an article came out today just says hey the outer worlds is coming to the switch and there were a bunch of different outlets that covered it because the outer worlds is regarded as a very good game um coming out of obsidian and it's just mm -hmm. like oh like play this game it's actually a very very solid game Oh, well, now it's coming to the Switch. There's been a ton of games that have been coming to the Switch lately, and I think it's a fantastic thing to see that, that Nintendo is opening up the doors, continuing to work with new partners and, and try and bring these games to the platform. That said, the honest uh, opinion of all of these different outlets is it runs like dog shit. And, and is not worth playing. I was, I was like, you know, one time I want to be the one to not say that. Like, <laughs> you, you, you can sufficiently rubbed out. I'm, I am emerging. Yeah. <laughs> Emergent narrative from Nighttide. Uh, emerging, emerging what? Yeah. So evolution of anger. It, it runs terribly, and they had to pare down a whole bunch of graphics and stuff. So, in honest opinion, like, sure, if you if you want it, to play game and all you have is a switch i mean it, it's it'll do it definitely it's looks really like not, a ps like it looks like a playstation 3 game it like, looks bad that's that's not a an uncommon the thing issue is, on the switch and the thing is it looks like a rough playstation yeah, but like, 3 game or, or xbox game xbox 360 game like they made the witcher run on the switch if you can make the witcher run on the switch like there's hope 
But it still that doesn't look said, great. The Witcher doesn't look great on the Switch. It looks no, okay. It, it, well, no, there's various things. It I'm, looks like they took all the characters and feathered them a lot in Photoshop to really just give them that nice blurry but rounded edge. Right. The the thing that I, I guess I'll say is there's there's two points of view on this, right? A lot of people right. are just dogging it and saying, this is why not everything needs to be a Switch port. And my opposite end of that is, no, this is why Nintendo finally needs to get their shit together and just give us a console that has power. Yes. Because if they're going to open up these, these doors and start to work with new partners and start to, to, again, try to earn a bunch of revenue through third party and, and right. be a more open platform, they need to now be giving the developers the, the guts and the gusto to be able to work with this stuff. Whether right. that means a more significant difference between docked and undocked power See, that's that I will say the Kotaku article. Uh, I read that before we started, and even they said, like, that with the Joy Cons, like, it it, the frame rates were bad, it just feels very clumsy and clunky. Sure, uh, they say it is a a, a good bit more solid if you actually dock it and play with a pro controller, which I mean, you can say that with literally every single game because because you you do get more uh, more resolution out of it when you do that, well, you get yeah, yeah, and and more consistent power out of it, right. It, it's just it makes you the the beauty of the switch is the fact that it's portable and yep. yeah that's I, the point I, I even extend that because last you, year you sacrifice power for portability and and, and sure. that's that's the big deal of it i mean i bought a switch last year when we were going on vacation we went to the beach and i bought a a spare dock and power supply from best buy and took my switch and guess what i just plugged everything in the beach and everything worked just fine and like you get to nope. just take an entire console with you of library of fun games i was playing mario kart with my kids like it was yep. cool and i love that concept especially if i can play more you know advanced games on the platform but right what stops you from enjoying you know xcloud or stadia or something else that are giving you these cloud solutions I think Nintendo, you got to step it up. I think you, I think that whole yeah. like Nintendo Switch Pro that everybody's been hoping for for a while now needs to be a thing. See, I, I, I am on the fence here because I, I feel like it's kind of like the, the argument of, of opening things back up during COVID, where it's like, you know what, do what you want, but like you're going to face the consequences if you do. And I feel like Nintendo, Nintendo's main goal, I feel like nine times out of ten, they don't care about selling you third party games. They, they want to sell you games in their Nintendo shop now, sure. and they want to sell you first-party games. As long yeah. as their first-party games do well, their Mario's, Zelda's, Metroid's, if they ever decide to do one again, uh, it, as long as those do at least decently well, especially like the Mario's, like, I don't even think they care about, like, even Zelda sometimes. Like, as long as Mario Kart, because they know that's going to sell 500 million copies if, yeah. if, if there's that many systems out there. And Smash Bros. And, and Smash Bros. Like, you know, as in the Mario oeuvre, as long as those are the big selling things, I think Nintendo doesn't, at the end of the day, care whether a third-party por uh, port looks good or not. Because uh, well, they know, they, they, they don't lie about what they are. And right. so if you go to them, it, it, it's the Skyrim fallacy, or not Skyrim, but No Man's Sky fallacy, thinking, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be the greatest thing ever when that that's not necessarily what they said. No, don't get me wrong. They did lie about some stuff. But, you know, <laughs> the hype machine itself, like, I, I, I consider that, like, that's when hype for games died partially because of that. So if you get hyped up for something that Nintendo isn't, then that's your fault. Yeah, and, I think and again, I'm not. I'm not saying that it isn't. Sorry, Tim. Like, I'm just. I'm not saying that we're getting overhyped for it. I'm more just coming I know, from the angle where what you, I'm saying you're is support like, the developers and say, hey, you can bring this game to our platform, and then the game runs like crap. Like to me, that's lying to the developer saying we can support your game. 
right? Like, or it's, it's putting a lot of work for them to do that. And ultimately developers are going to stop doing it if they don't have the power. So you either care enough about integrating and bringing these things to your platform to provide them a platform that can work, or they're going to stop coming in. And this like wonderful past couple of years we've had of all these AAA games coming to the switch and running halfway decent are really going to stop in a hurry, especially now that we're getting into PS five and series X. You know, that's a really good point. I, I think, I think it leaves a lot up in the air as to where we're going to see Nintendo go next. Cause when those consoles right. come out, the switch is going to be, I don't think any of the games that release for the the new consoles are going no. to work in any. They are going to have way. to be their own build. Yes, and, and, and I and don't know talk, if anybody's going to want to do that. Do you remember? So, do you guys remember back in the day when the Game Boy Advance was hot, and um, you know, Nintendo Nintendo didn't really have like a super popular console outside of like the Wii, right? Like, like we're talking GameCube GameCube era, right? So not a ton of games came out around the GameCube, but like you'd see a lot of releases of games on like the PS one or, you know, the PS two or whatever at the Mm -hmm. time. And then they, they do a port of that to the Game Boy Advance of all things. And like, it was a totally different game by a totally different developer. The only Mm -hmm. thing that was similar was maybe some, that's what happened with like Resident Evil, like Resident Evil Gaiden. Right. Yeah. And that's uh, where I can see this going. If, if Nintendo does not play their cards, right? Like, where where games come out for the Series X and PS5 and and all these like and and PC and then the games end up you being get the sneaking version exactly <laughs> exactly and and that's that's kind of and I I don't say that to be like a doomsayer or anything like oh Nintendo's doomed because Nintendo will always right. no. do what they want to do because they have more sure. money than God and they own the IPs that allow them to print money well I mean literally like the the proof is in the pudding like you know these games look, look not as good as on the Xbox One and the PS4. I could have picked up an Xbox One lately. I could have picked up a PS4 lately. You cannot right. find a Nintendo Switch to save your life. Exactly. Right. So and the, Nintendo it, you know, really those... needs to take advantage of the oh, fact sure that their console's great and the Switch is a great right. concept. I don't foresee them going away from that model for very no, they, much. Um, there's no. no reason to. There's right. literally no reason to not Correct. make Switch Two. I don't. Like, I just don't know. I just Switch worry Pro because because making Switch XL making these things powerful with a good battery life is not impossible i mean look at the phones that are out right now like they are insanely powerful and why in the world would like nintendo went the route of look we're going to take a chance with the switch thing we don't know if it's going to succeed so we don't want to buy the highest end of everything they did that with the wii i mean look what happened with the wii that that stuff was cheap it had a dvd drive when what was it like blu-ray was right around the corner hd dvd was right around the corner it had it was safe it was very weak on the graphics front it um had a weird control scheme but it blew up and so the wii u they were like we're gonna put the best hardware in this thing and it sucked it flopped like me and like 15 other dudes own a a wii u right now and there's like four i literally moved mine into the into the storage of our house you can play your games on the handheld device see the thing with nintendo is they take chances and to me, it was, it was kind of the same thing, right? Like Xbox, when Xbox One came out, they were very forward thinking in features that are now kind of standards. And it's like, oh, well, if this is going to come out now, people were probably like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But back then they're like, no, this doesn't make sense. The Wii U kind of came out that time where it's like, okay, so I have a handheld where I can play my games, not on my TV, but still from my console. I guess that's kind of cool, right? Like, I wonder if the next solution actually becomes a Wii-esque thing where you get a box that runs the really good game and streams it to the switch, right? Like 
maybe that's their their next gen solution of how they can kind of give you those enhanced graphics or like you just you crack said, it open it's a steam link inside right, i knew right, it well, the, the funny the funny thing is you bring up phones right the part of what makes phones expensive is the glass you know the all of those different things the the super high resolution cameras and the high resolution mm-hmm. graphics right. like you really don't need that on a switch if you're saying hey handheld is still going to be a plastic screen it's just going to be an lcd you're not looking for anything it's just you're going to be able to play it in sunlight and it's going to play whereas hey you plug it in it's USB C already. So you already have the bandwidth to push high graphical output. Yep. Why, why not give you like the, the XL that has the more powerful guts. And like you said, still with really good battery life already going through the same dock and giving you that enhanced resolution and power that to me makes sense. That yep. that's a logical next step for Nintendo, but mm-hmm. still keeping the whole portable aspect. Yep. I, I would agree a hundred percent. Like I, like when you go look at PC gaming, look at how many you can play a lot of games on extremely old hardware. So right. why don't they just have a really beefy chip in there that you can turn off power save and get, you know, 25 minutes of, of battery life out of it and play it at, at maximum fidelity. And then if you plug it in and dock it or, you know, that sort of thing, you can literally play super high end and you undock it and you want to play for two hours. It just, it turns off anti-aliasing. It turns off all the, you know, all the high, high definition, you know, the HDR stuff, like yeah. all that crap goes away and you've got yourself. Yeah. It looks jaggy and stuff, but you're still getting the full experience. And I feel like from what I've seen from the outer worlds in those screenshots, it's <laughs> bad. It's not, it looks it like, looks it, like looks, an, it looks like an Xbox 360 game. Like, yes, seriously. Which is and, 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 and a lower end one at that. The only the other reason I think this could work if they chose to go that route is because that's what Xbox and PlayStation are doing. Yep. They're not abandoning their current gen. They're saying, hey, at least for a couple of years, and I think Xbox says two years, they're gonna support all the games on the original console, right? Everything comes out for the Series X is coming out for the regular console, and they're they're gonna just have smart delivery which is basically just a different set of settings that are more performant on whatever version of the box that you have. Okay, well, you have the Switch XL version. Let's download a couple extra texture packs and you're good to go, right? Or if, oh, you just have the base Switch or Switch Lite. Okay, well, here's your build. Their developers are already doing this anyway. I I don't see that being a stretch for them to just key in that next performant piece uh, or that next performance setting to allow this to happen. I think I think Nintendo I think Nintendo has um, a really good opportunity to do some really uh, cool stuff with the next iteration of the Switch. I'm just worried because they are very much a good console than a bad console than a good console than a bad console kind of company, and we're at that point where yep. it's they literally don't even have handhelds anymore. Like they're 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 discontinuing the DSs, so they're going to be one well, I mean, console. They don't, they don't they, need. They've they always need made good handhelds Switch. though. <laughs> yes. They have, and that, that's why it gives maybe me they hope, just continue but... the switch, and it's a good thing, right? And, yeah, and I'm not opposed to that, cool. but I I, I want to see them make a I want to see them make uh, their next console because what they have is 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 near perfection for what they try to do. So yep. take that and make it better in terms I, of well, graphical I, I, fidelity. Battery I think this life, is what's going to happen. Stuff. the The switch, in my eyes, it, I I don't I don't see why they would change this model. I think that their technology is going to just hopefully get better at making it more powerful at the size it is. Yep. Agreed. Um, okay. So I, I think that's probably where we should end this. Yep. So we should probably go ahead and say uh, that um, uh, you all should go to our YouTube um, search for news game plus on YouTube because we have changed the name 
of Retrofizz to News Game Plus going forward. It's true. We also have a second YouTube channel for The Fizz, so search for The Fizz. Um, Actually, search for The Fizz Podcast. The Fizz I searched podcast. for The Fizz. Apparently, there's some YouTubers called The Family Fizz, and the top video was their daughter getting their period for the first time. Cool. So, I mean, <laughs> if, if you want to see that, by all means, knock yourself out. But if you want to see The Fizz Podcast, make sure you type in The Fizz Podcast. Okay, yeah, cool. And <laughs> Sean, you have a history with, with names that are close to other things, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's a gift. So, um, so uh, Some people go, paint. Please go to our YouTube <laughs> Uh, both channels give them a follow if you like what you see here um you will probably love the fizz it's a variety talk show um me and sean um drew and uh heather are on that uh night night tide is uh is our one of our gaming experts so we we talk about games here on news game plus and he does some of our reactions and all that stuff because he he's 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 one of our gaming gurus so um uh that I that like said games. Yeah, I, I like game. Um, that said, uh, make sure you go check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash retrofizz. Uh, we may change that in the future. We have to investigate how that's going to work. But uh, at this moment, please go right. there. Every dollar helps. Um, Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, $1, $3, $5, like every, every dollar helps. A huge thank you to our patrons. Um, I know we have a list. We've done really bad about that. And so please forgive us while we're trying to like transition into all of our new stuff and figure all this out. Um, but uh, we, we have like a, a whole list of uh, patrons that uh, have been supporting us massively and we appreciate you guys so much. And uh, we are just ever so grateful and we hope that we can continue to keep doing this for y'all. Um, so make sure you go follow, uh, subscribe uh, to our YouTubes. Make sure you ring the little bell. It'll let you know every time something new goes live. And uh, if you're watching on Twitch right now live with us, thank you. Uh, we, rec we do this live on uh, twitch.tv forward slash newsgameplus. And we do this every Thursday night. So come check us out there. Subscribe to Absolutely. us there if you, if you wish to throw us a, you know, a few bucks. And um, uh, I think that's it. I think we're good to go. You can check out our Mixer channel, mixer.com forward slash retrofizz. That's our 24-7 stream of all of our content. And um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Good cool. week. Any final words? No, that was great. Right. Wash your hands. Be safe out there. Yeah. Wash your hands. Yes. Wash your ass. <laughs> Love you all very much. And we'll see you guys uh, next later's. week on Sweet News Game Plus. Plus. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>